Welcome to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I am your host, Joy Kaya, and I just want to welcome you here. So excited you've joined us. This podcast is all about the divine being who is feeling called to do more, be more, and show up more, whether it be with their community, with their family, in their business. You know, we are moving into this beautiful age of Aquarius together, and there is so much for us to tap into and grow from and expand. So join me, enjoy. I hope you love the episode, and here it is. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wild Soul Academy podcast. And this is Joy. Really excited that you're here. And today I'm going to talk about something that, you know, it's a life experience that I'm going to talk about today. And it's about our intuition, being an empath, and learning to use tarot as a tool to help me with all of those things. And um, I've been feeling this on my heart for a while. You know, we have, I'm a big believer that we have our life's journey and we have all these different things that are happening in our lives, you know, simultaneously separate, you know, all the things. And sometimes we don't share all of the story. And so not everyone knows like these, some of these gems that we all have and it's the wisdom that we have from our life experience that is so powerful to listen to and to connect to. So that is my intention is to bring in some of that medicine for you today. And I, it all kind of started when I was a young girl, you know, my first memory, my very first memory as a little girl is seeing a spirit in my room. And imagine that, imagine that being your first memory. And I feel like my entire, like, especially my very young childhood, there was like this beautiful thread of all of these like unknown experiences, like knowing when the phone rang that that was, you know, my grandfather had died you know, or, um, having like this beautiful woman in my home when I was home alone. And mind you, I had no, I had no access to watching movies or watching TV. The only movie I ever saw was in the theaters and it was Bambi. So I hadn't been exposed to anything that would have helped my imagination see this woman in like a petticoat. And if I think back now, she kind of looked like, um, you know, this more like Renaissance woman and, um, pretty powerful, pretty powerful stuff. So this woman would come and be in my home when I was home alone. And I felt like she was looking out for me. I always felt safe around her. And, um, anyway, so just very interesting, you know, experiences as a young girl. And as I became a teenager, my intuition continued to grow. And even though I was told that it was in my imagination and, you know, cause that's kind of what happens often in families that mean well. Um, but this stuff was real, right? This was like going down and I was being told it was in my imagination, <laughs> which it was not. <laughs> so as I grew, you know, I was always a sensitive child. I, um, was raised as an only child and it was my mom and I for most of my lifetime. And I learned to be very independent during that time. And, because of that, I always had a a strong sense of myself. I always knew that there was something really special about life. I knew that there was another side 
right? Like, so um, I have come to fall into the belief that we are the most connected to where we come from when we come in as infants and when we leave at the end of our lifetime. Those are the two times when we're the most connected to spirit. And I don't think I ever let go of my cord, even though I was told it was in my imagination and everything around me, you know, was saying like, that's weird. I never let go of the golden cord. I just never did. And I'm not quite sure what that was, if it was because I'm an old soul or, you know, like all the things that we can think, but I, I, I do, I can very distinctly remember that. Now, as I grew older into my teens, I started having really strong premonitions. And so what I want to talk about is like being that empath, understanding that, you know, we all have intuition and it can be very, very scary. I have watched individuals, you know, end up on prescription drugs for depression or for anxiety, but really these individuals are very into, not always, right? Like I'm not a doctor, (laughs) be very clear, but there are times when what we're really dealing with is a sensitive soul who is not okay with what's happening on the planet or the situation that they are in. They cannot manage the energies because they are so contrast. They're so in contrast from what they know. And so I think what's really important is to first kind of establish that. So for me, you know, being 16, 17 years old, and all of a sudden my premonitions just go through the roof and I end up seeing, unfortunately, my boyfriend die in a car accident and, and then he died like within an hour he died. And I remember feeling a whole bunch of guilt. And I want to talk about this guilt because this is what happens when we're intuitive. We get a sense, we get a download of some kind, and then the thing happens and we feel responsible like, oh, I was supposed to stop it. That's why I got that download. And what I've And I held that kind of guilt for a very, very long time, many years. And because like, oh, I got it an hour before it happened, I should have stopped it. Now, mind you, this is the before cell phones, right? (laughs) So it's not like I could just call him on a cell phone and say, don't get in that car. You know, he got in the car, he got in the accident, he lost his life. It was his time to go. It took me years of my own spiritual practice, my own meditation journey work, my own, you know, just sense of understanding the how and the why and the way the world, the world works, you know, that's when I started to recognize that when we receive a download like that and someone crosses over like a premonition like that, it's when a premonition takes place in just in general, it's not to stop it, right? It is often to prepare you, to prepare you for something. Now, I have had premonitions about my own future unfolding, and I have chosen to make a small adjustment to avoid, right, that traffic ticket (laughs) or even actually a a car collision. I've actually had visions that have helped me avoid that. Um, That's a little different, you know, but when we see a premonition of someone else, it's like, this is where they're going. This is what's about to happen. Prepare 
you know, and um, it's, it's quite magical, in fact, and there's a lot that's happening energetically when this, this kind of energy takes place. And of course, it's taking me decades to figure it all out. But what I have now understand is, you know, oh, I was being prepared for the trauma that was about to unfold in my life. And it was a big trauma. It was really hard, but I actually had a, it was haunting me that I saw him as he was passing before he passed, like seeing that image, seeing him, his body just like, you know, fail him. And now he's gone, um, you know, was intense for me. And that tended to haunt me. And so as a result, you know, we all react differently with these types of of situations. But as a result, I prayed to make the premonitions go away. Please make them go away. Please make them go away. They didn't really go away. But the ones that were about like classmates and like friends and family, like that started to subside. But my own inner guidance system continued for many years. When I was about, and I'm kind of guesstimating because I'm always really bad at ages, but I wasn't even legal drinking age yet. I know that much. So I was about 20. My mother's friend gifted me with a numerology reading by a well-known numerologist in San Francisco. And so I'm, I was raised um, in the Bay area and on the coast, um, like Capitola, Santa Cruz, everyone knows Santa Cruz from the lost boys movie. (laughs) So, uh, or other movies, but that's where I was living. And so it was about an hour and a half from San Francisco. So we made the trek and I made this appointment with this numerologist and one of the very first things he did was pick up on me and my intuitive, my intuitive nature and that golden thread, right. That I I held on to as a young child and never let it go. And I remember him telling me like, Oh, you have this about you. And I said, yeah, but, and for the first time I told a stranger, right? Like what I experienced and it was an empowering experience. Um, opportunity for me because I got to speak to someone who knows and understands, right? Like he understood. He could see me. He could see my past lives, right? And he could see me. And that is, I think now why I, I help people with this kind of stuff to understand their intuition um, because I was that girl, Right. And one of the things he said to me was like, well, you know, you used to be a palm reader. Like he he told me like, you were some Russian lady and you used to do palm readings like in a past life. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's hilarious, you know? And, uh, but then he said, you know, but tarot, tarot is your medium. And he said, tarot will help you take all of that intuitive energy that's coming at you. And what's going to happen is you're going to take that tool and that tool is going to be the focal point of where that is. So when those cards come out, it's not what, this isn't what he said, but this is how I've digested it through the years. What I think he was telling me is, so when you pull those cards out and you start to use them, it's almost like your open and close sign. Your on and off switch to your intuition. It was like learning to, um, harness that power, harness that intuitive ability and be able to turn it on and off, 
You know, I think back, okay, I'm 47 years old now, right? So 25 years ago, when this was all happening to me, or longer actually, but you get the point. <laughs> 25 years ago, when I was awakening and starting to use tarot cards um, as this tool, I didn't know what I know now. And what I know now is though, making that decision with those cards has made it so easy for me that I won't read anybody unless I've turned my light on. I don't need the cards. I love to use them, but I don't need them to channel or to receive information um, in a session, right? And my intuition has only grown. You know, I have become um, able to do medical mediumship. Like I can look at someone's ailments. I can speak to what they can do preventative measures to improve their health, to prevent things like diabetes and cancer and, you know, all heart disease, like all of these things, you know, I can actually see what they're feeling and what's happening. Um, I can speak to someone who's crossed over. I can, you know, this is stuff that I could not do before, but it all started with this tarot deck and the fact that I held on to my golden thread. And if you're like, but Joy, I resonate with everything you're saying, but I let go of my golden thread. I know I had it when I was young. And I'm going to tell you that each and every one of you had it already. You've always had it. It's always lived in you, right? One of my missions in life is just to illuminate. That's all I want to do. Let my light illuminate the darkness that you are feeling or the gray room or the dimly lit room. Let my light, let my story just be like a spotlight and help you see around you so you can discover that you also hold these beautiful gems, right? And the only reason why I believe I'm the type of intuitive that I am today is because I held on to the golden cord and you too can reconnect with your golden cord that, that you are absolutely already a divine being who can do this type of thing right? It's just what we focus on. It's what we choose to allow in our life. Like we constantly are choosing what we will and will not accept as truth. Mm -hmm. So with that said, let's go back. I started playing with these tarot cards, right? And back then, ooh, tarot cards were not popular, right? Like it was very occult, it was very like hush, hush and the devil and the death card. Oh my gosh. Right? Like, oh my goddess, don't do that. And um, yeah, you know, I, I've learned differently now. And I think that there is a bit of fear. And of course you have Hollywood to thank for some of that fear instilled. Um, and it's the stories, right? It's kind of like the story of the witch, you know, she's the healer. <laughs> the tarot cards are only but a tool. It is the individual who is reading them. It is the individual who's receiving the reading that equates the experience, right? And so I've always been that individual who took tarot somewhat lightly, but I understood that it was a powerful tool. It was a powerful way to connect and help others move through their turmoil, through um, their ability to create and manifest in their life. And tarot 
is a beautiful way to help individuals connect to their higher self. And that's all that tarot does. I love that there's images and there's something to focus on for the reader um, and for the individual receiving the reading because the recipient can stare at the card and listen to what the reader is saying and be able to connect and say, okay, I can receive this message. You know, I, it's my subconscious or it's conscious. It does not matter. That information is coming forth for me to examine. And tarot has its own structure, right? There's like 78 cards. There's like major arcana, minor arcana. We have the suits. We have, you know, the royal family. We have like all of this stuff, real family, you like that, but it's like this whole archetypal, you know, community and these 78 cards, there's the journey of the soul. There's the journey of the creation, right? Of the healing of the relationship of the career, the family, you know, all of the things tarot has it all inside of it. And if anything, I want this episode to inspire Um, those who listen to it to understand that you have that golden cord and that golden cord is literally right there waiting for you to reach up and grab it and bring it back home, bring it back to you. And um, tarot is just one of those tools that you can use, but it is the one that I feel is just built with so many layers and aspects for the individual to make their own, to be able to apply your own medicine, your own magic, your own special something to it to utilize. And um, the invitation, of course, is to um, first, you know, if you have never had a reading, to receive a reading. If it resonates, then getting your own deck and beginning to play with it and see if your own intuition is right there wanting to grow, wanting to expand, and wanting to allow you to move to the next level in your life. You know, your feeling foreign or not seen or not understood in the world is not always because something is wrong. It's because something is right with you, that there is something that needs to come forth and be expressed and seen and understood. And the journey of the soul is where it begins. It begins with you. It begins with you seeking in or speaking into your own inquiry you know, um, allowing yourself to discover what could be true for you, just like I did. So, and look where it led me. You just never know where things are going to go. I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Wild Soul Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Wild Soul Academy podcast. It was such a great pleasure to be of service and share the beautiful messages that come through with this show.
I want to encourage you, if you've enjoyed the show, to share it with a friend. And if you get a moment, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that you give us some stars by giving us a love note and rating our show. This really does help support us and allows us to grow. Lastly, I wanted to invite you to come to the Joy Kaya website and check out the Wild Soul Academy that is there. We have a beautiful membership called Wild and Sacred, where we come together in a virtual circle. Lots of great materials, some self-paced courses are available, lots and lots of meditations. It's what I'm known for. And Um, We also have a great community and we come together two times a month to celebrate the moon cycles, our new moon and full moon. Would love, love, love to have you join us there. And until the end of this year of 2020, we have a special rate for our founding members. So click on over. The information is in our show notes and we hope to see you there. Have a beautiful day.